Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weekly Stoke. I hope you've been enjoying all the guests that I've brought on, and I know today's will not disappoint. I am super excited to welcome Alice Robinson on today, and she's zooming in all the way from New Zealand. So, Alice, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me, Parker. Super excited to chit-chat. And so I think really the best way to get started is to learn about you, to talk about your story, how you've gone through your ski racing career, and really how you've had such an incredible development to get you onto World Cup at only 19. Yeah, honestly, I think my like story getting into this sport is pretty obscure compared to <laughs> a lot of the other competitors on the World Cup circuit, you know, kind of being the like only like top 30 athlete from the Southern Hemisphere. It's, you know, a little bit different and um, I got into skiing like my pa- parents are actually from Australia so I was born in Sydney in Australia and we moved to Queenstown where I live now when I was four um, and I got into skiing actually because I used to come on holidays here when I was around three so that's actually the first time I started skiing was when I was three on like a family holiday um, from Australia and then when I was four they decided they wanted to like permanently move to Queenstown just to like change the scenery because they loved this area so much and had you know just really enjoyed being here so we moved here when I was four um, and that's kind of how I ended up skiing. And yeah, my parents were not big skiers at all. <laughs> like my dad's from Brisbane where like the average temperature is like 20 degrees Celsius. So it's, you know, nearly tropical and he probably didn't see snow till he was like, you know, late teens. And my mum grew up on a farm, you know, in Western, Western New South Wales, like, you know, out in the middle of pretty much middle of nowhere. So neither of them were big skiers at all. And they just were, but both, you know, played a lot of sports growing up and loved sport and um they kind of just put us into skiing like just like you know a few holiday programs and things like that just because they wanted us to be decent skiers I guess because we live so close to the mountains so they figured why not and I don't know I just yeah loved it loved the whole skiing skiing environment I loved racing and I loved you know seeing all the kids skiing around and I actually started decided I wanted to do ski racing because I like the look of the race suits that everyone wore I thought they looked really cool (laughs) so I just kind of said to my parents one day after I was like oh you know I quite like to do like the ski racing program I think I was about eight or nine eight and I said I wanted to do a ski racing program and they said yeah sure like why not we'll support you so it was pretty pretty kind of random how I got into it well, that's kind of awesome. And I've never heard anybody say that they loved it for the suits. So that's I know. completely unique. <laughs> Quite strange. <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping that that's you've got some added value now since joining for the ski suits. But um, so now that you're doing it, you've been now racing for New Zealand. You've spent some time in the US racing and you did a little stint at Sugar Bowl in California mm-hmm. and then back to New Zealand, correct? So was that yeah. a huge advantage to be able to have winter both in the summer for people in the U.S. and then also in like having winter twice? Yeah well it's a little bit different you know like in New Zealand our winters aren't like the winters in the U.S. No. Alice? Um, Yeah. I love you. <laughs> we can kind of ski from like, you know, middle of June till kind of like middle of September, October. So it's not as kind of full on as the winters overseas. So they're pretty short. So it kind of, you needed to be over in the US or Europe for a bit to kind of get that same kind of volume of skiing that all the other kids were getting. So I think I went to the US for like the first time when I was like nine, just kind of on like a family holiday to Tahoe. And then I ended up, yeah, I was ended up going to Sugar Bowl for quite a few years and I absolutely loved being in California and skiing there because it was you know super nice like 
pretty, you know, relaxed, like an easier flight than getting to Europe. You know, it was just kind of one flight from Auckland to San Francisco or LA and like, you know, similar culture with English being like this first language and the skiing there was, you know, it was always sunny and always nice. And it wasn't, you know, like a full on kind of winter like it is in Europe or out on the East coast or anything like that. So it was just, yeah, it was kind of the perfect fit for me at the time. And I have some really, really great memories skiing over at Sugar Bowl in the US and it was kind of, yeah, it kind of just worked out perfectly. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely sunny and perfect snow over in California. I don't blame you. Um, So now we're going to dive a little bit into reflecting on last season. Last season was pretty crazy. A lot of adaptability and a lot of kind of staying on your toes. Did you take away anything like a learning lesson that you can have moving forward from the trials and tribulations of last season? Yeah, honestly, last season, like, it just sent, it kind of just feels like a weird, like, memory now, like, looking back on it, I think, I feels like my life hasn't really been very stable or, like, secure, kind of, since I finished high school, you know, like, I won Solden, and then I went and finished my last week of high school, and then I went overseas again, and it kind of felt like since then, it, I kind of feel like I've been in, like, a bit of a time warp, just because it kind of feels like, everything the world is so uncertain and you're never really sure what's going to happen the next day and that's kind of like it felt like the last time that everything was certain was back when I was in high school which is like nearly two years ago now which is kind of crazy to think and I remember last year was just yeah so strange I ended up going to Europe in like middle of August and I left you know I told my family I did the lockdown in New Zealand but couldn't train in New Zealand because I couldn't get any staff into country obviously because of border restrictions and um I kind of just decided that I'd had enough and I had to get overseas and try and get some training in before the world cup season started and so I told my parents I was 18 at the time I was like guys I'm out like I'm leaving I'm going to Europe by myself I don't know when I'm going to be back (laughs) like this is just like the world we live in and it's kind of like crazy to think back on it now and got over there in August and yeah it was definitely a different world to the one that I left in March the year before with you know all the masks, the COVID tests, the borders, you know, things like that. And also not being European um, and, you know, not having like a big team. Like I wasn't like I was traveling with a big team, like in the, like being in, you know, from the US or anything like that. It was very random, you know, a lot of traveling by myself and trying to get through border, border restrictions and getting through cross borders, you know, not being a European and not having, you know, the certain paperwork, it was definitely a challenge at the time, um, at the time, you know, and honestly, yeah, just, just, you know, so, you know, I was away for nine months, which was just full on from home, um, but probably over nine months, actually, by the time I got back and, you know, not being able to see any family or any friends from home, really, because no one could get over here and travel. Um, it was really full on and really, really hard. And I definitely had some, a lot of low moments and a lot of times that really tested my mental strength and what I could handle. And that's for sure. And especially when you're not getting the results, but, you know, we were just lucky that we could we could even compete in that environment. And I think that's kind of what we had to take out of it was just the, how grateful we could be that we were still able to do the sport and do everything we could. And even though we had to do all these continuous COVID tests and not see any family and not see any friends and things like that, I think, you know, it was definitely one a season that's going to go down as a yeah special, interesting memories for sure. Yeah, definitely. And it seems like you had a really good mindset working your way through it. And first off, congratulations from graduating high school. That's that's a huge <laughs> accomplishment, even though now it seems like it's fast. It seems like it was a while ago now. 
That's awesome. And I guess that's perfect leading into my next question. It's like, how do you manage it? How do you manage being only 19, being a professional athlete, school, if you're going to continue? How does that all balance into your life? Um, honestly, like when I look back on how I got through high school, it's, it seems like a bit of a miracle to be honest. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, I almost like when I was kind of at that, you know, last year of school and second to last year of school, it kind of almost felt like I was living a bit of a double life to be honest. Like, cause when I was at home in New Zealand, it didn't really feel like I was a professional athlete at all. I kind of, you know, had my training and things like that. But when I was at school, I just would go back to my like, you know, group of friends that I've had since I was like 12 years old and none of them were really that phased about what I was doing with skiing. And it was kind of, it was really refreshing break because I would just, you know, get back from being overseas in Europe and being in this kind of really intense competitive environment where a lot was going on and a lot of, you know, new people and a lot of things like that. And was very, you know, quite foreign and quite new. And then I would get back to New Zealand and go back to my local high school and I'll just you know slot right in with my friends and just get back on with the schoolwork and I kind of would just do like overtime on the schoolwork when I was at home because I didn't really like to do things half half like when I was skiing I was just kind of fully focused on skiing and when I was at school I would just grind out on the schoolwork so just kind of staying at school till late hours <laughs> trying to catch up and I was really lucky that my high school was super supportive and really helped me along getting through the all my assignments and was super lenient with deadlines and things like that like they just wanted to help me which was I was super super grateful and lucky that they were able to do that because it was either kind of stay in New Zealand and try and do like the local high school thing or go to the US and do one of the ski academies but I kind of figured out pretty early on that I didn't really want to be I wanted to live in New Zealand and I didn't want to kind of spend my whole like high school youth in America so um, I was really lucky that I kind of I think it turned out to be the best option. Yeah, that's awesome. And being able to like represent New Zealand in the way that you have must be an incredible feeling. And do you see it really kind of playing off to younger kids and the next generation of skiers there that they see that, oh my goodness, I can be from New Zealand. I can make this headway. How does that feel as being kind of this like icon for young ski racers? Um, Yeah, I think it's pretty, it's pretty cool because, you know, for me, when I was kind of getting into ski racing, there wasn't really anyone from New Zealand doing well on the World Cup circuit at the time. You know, we'd had Annalise Koberger in, in the past and Claudia Riegler, but they were kind of long gone by by the time I got into skiing. So there was no one that you could look at being a New Zealander and say, oh, I want to be like them. You know, like there was no one that you that was doing that. And I think, especially for me, you know, going onto the World Cup circuit at 16 um, and getting kind of thrown into this environment in, you know, other, other side of the world, um, only one from really from New Zealand, like, it definitely is really hard and like, you know it's not like you know a 16 year old from Austria starting their first world cup where they're a part of this huge corporation where there's you know multiple multiple very experienced athletes that are able to kind of lead the way for them and you know they can watch them and like learn a lot for me I kind of had to figure it out a lot by myself there wasn't really any older athletes facilitating my pathway or anything like that I kind of had to do it my, on my own and had to learn a lot on my own and so I think for me I think it's, you know, so great. And I really hope that I can help with these younger athletes to like, you know, bring them up through the ranks and I can kind of show them the way of it because I had to do it all on my own. So I think if I had someone doing that for me, it would have made things a lot easier and made it, you know, seem a lot like more achievable if I had someone pulling, you know, helping me. So I think it's just cool that um, if these kids can, you know, look at them look at me and say, I want to do, be doing what she's doing and then I can facilitate that as well. And I think New Zealand's got a pretty special 
skiing culture and we do have you know great mountains so we should have some more skiers so I think it's cool if that's something we could be aiming for in the future to have you know more athletes coming through. It is amazing to see how you've really just taken this opportunity and seized it and done so well and just learning as you go. It is really incredible. And so (laughs) I think that then it's like, okay, do you have any mentors or icons that you've really looked up to in the ski world that is it funny now that if you race with them? Yeah, for sure. I mean, my biggest idol sure was Lindsay um, growing up and it's pretty special that you know, now her foundation supports me and I work with her old coaches and things like that. And I remember like when I started ski racing, I didn't know like any athletes who were ski racers, like I, cause I kind of fell into the sport on accident. Like I didn't, you know, follow it at all. And I remember we were up training and they kind of said, Oh, like, you know, that's Lindsay Vaughn over there training. And I was like, Oh, who's that? Like, I didn't know like who, who she was. And then I kind of like would go on YouTube and like when I started to ski more and looked her up and I was like, Oh my God, and those, you know, the US kind of team were who we saw training up the mountain, even, you know, Michaela, when I was a little bit older and she would be up there training at Corona Peak. And those were kind of the athletes we looked up to the most. Um, and I also loved watching people like, you know, Bodie doing some crazy stuff. I loved that kind of go get him attitude, like the not kind of thinking about, you know, kind of full risk kind of mode. I loved watching those kind of skiers. So those were kind of the people I looked up to um, a lot growing up. But yeah, like I said, it was kind of we, we didn't yeah I didn't really know like any European athletes or anything because we, we didn't like we didn't have the ski race no oh. you're, back. you're good yeah oh good <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that's, that's amazing. It's so cool to see how you can use those people and really just continue to be like, oh, okay. I like how they do it. Let's do it. That attitude. Um, all right. And we'll finish up with one more just to keep it easy. It's a big year. It's an Olympic year. You get to represent New Zealand, hopefully again for a second time. What are your thoughts going into this season? What are kind of the goals and the plan to get there? Yeah. So obviously this is yeah big a big season coming up and it's super exciting and I can't believe it's like already been four years since, <laughs> since the last Olympics it feels like it's come around really quickly obviously with a, a lot of stuff's happened in the middle but it's really exciting and um yeah I'm super excited for the Olympics I think it's going to definitely going to be a kind of different one this year compared to the last one obviously you know being we're heading to Beijing like no one's been to Beijing like in the ski racing world really so it's very very foreign for everyone I think and no one's really sure what to expect which I think is going to make it quite interesting but also kind of a level playing field for everyone that no one's been there really um so it's, it's going to be interesting but I think yeah just focusing on the world cup circuit leading into that and just wanting to perform and execute and just get some really solid results and I'm just you know trying to aim for that consistency um that I've been doing and just yeah working really hard to get there and um yeah just kind of normal kind of world cup circuits yeah just aiming for top results there and trying to bring in some more speed of super g and maybe downhill at some stage so yeah it's pretty exciting that's awesome well alice it was amazing to be able to just talk to you for a little bit hear about your story and i know that everybody who watches this is going to be like holy smoke she's awesome and (laughs) it's gonna be great um so thank you so much for your time And to everybody else, I hope you had enjoyed listening to Alice and make sure you cheer on this season. It's going to be a good one and I'll catch you all next week. Thank you for having me.